Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Welcome to episode 12 of the North American Outdoors podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo and I am coming to you from the great state of Texas. Continuing on with our wild child theme and how to keep our kids wild, we're going to talk about introducing your wild child to boating. It is no secret that kids love water. Whether it's jumping in puddles, playing in the rain, or splashing around in a pool or along the riverbanks, water is fun. Enroll your kids in swimming lessons as early as you possibly can. Not only is it great exercise, but also can be a life-saving activity for someone who may find themselves or those around them in a moment of danger. Fear of water can be a real barrier during youth and throughout adolescence. Learning how to swim at an early age can build confidence. If a child learns to swim at an early age, more time and energy can be spent learning how to participate in other water-based activities such as operating a boat or maneuvering a canoe or kayak. Though kids and water are always a winning combination, there is a high degree of danger when these two meet. Drowning is one of the leading causes of death for children. Safety should always be first and foremost. Topping the safety list is that children must be supervised by an adult at all times when around water. It only takes a split second for a child to drown. Even if the child is able to swim, adult supervision is a must to maintain the highest level of safety. This does not mean that strong swimmers or anyone over the age of the child can forget about safety. Just because a boat is anchored does not mean it is safe to remove the life jacket if the kids choose to swim. If the depth or temperature of the water is uncertain, it is best to keep the life jacket on. One could go a step further and keep a rope attached to the boat as an additional safety measure. All states have specific regulations which require children to wear life jackets. Child life jackets are based on the child's weight. Make sure that you check the user weight on the tag of the life jacket. The life jacket tag may be marked less than 30 inches, 30 to 50 inches, less than 50 inches, or 50 to 90 inches. Life jackets for young children should have a crotch strap, which prevents the child from sliding out from underneath the jacket. 
Many of the life jackets designed for children also have handles sewn on the back of the neck area of the jacket, making the child easy to grab in case they fall into the water and need additional help rather quickly. Before boarding any water vessel, donning a life jacket should come as instinctively as buckling your seatbelt before the key starts the ignition in your vehicle. Kids learn through playing. Great lessons can be taught about boating and safety by introducing young and beginning paddlers to living room boating. Inflate a real boat if you have the space or even a swimming pool boat in the middle of the floor and let the kids play in it. Let them practice getting into and out of the boat, making sure they are wearing their life jackets anytime they are around your vessel. This will help the child get used to the fit and feel of the life jacket. Let them experience what happens if they try to walk around the boat as the boat squishes beneath their feet and they lose their balance. Let them see what happens if they try to move around the boat while standing up versus their center of gravity low to the bottom of the boat. Kids should practice paddling with kid-sized oars. Adult-sized oars are often too heavy for them and they will tire out too quickly. If you are trying to get a kid excited about paddling, you want to make sure their equipment and gear fits them. By having a paddle that fits the child, the youngster will feel like he or she is contributing to the outing, even though they may not have the strength to add power to the paddling effort. Introduce kids to small boats that they can understand and operate by themselves. Power boats and speed boats are a lot of fun to ride and drive, but are oftentimes too complicated for young people to comprehend. Very few kids are able to understand what makes the boat go and the mechanics of it. Boats that are simple to operate and more primitive modern boats are the best ones for children to learn and master. The more primitive the boat, the more fun the kids will have. Rafts are the most primitive form of watercraft. Rafts can also be the most fun. If you have never built one of these watercraft with your kids, you are missing out on a lot of fun. Several years ago, before we had kids of our own, we traveled deep into the jungles of the Amazon rainforest in South America. It was a common sight when traveling along the Amazon River Basin to see the native children lashing logs together and pulling the rafts along. Their laughs could be heard over the macaws and the howler monkeys that normally blanketed the area. This same activity can be done close to home with the same fun results. Rowboats and canoes are great for beginning boaters. It's simple. If you want the boat to move, you have to paddle or oar. It does not take kids long to figure out how to make the boat go in the direction they want. Oars are used in rowboats and are straighter and much longer than paddles, which are used in canoes and kayaks. There are normally two oars per person in a rowboat. There is normally only one paddle per person in a canoe or kayak. Rowboats are simple boats to propel. On the upper edge of the side of the boat or gunnel, there is an attachment called a rigger. Each rigger holds each oar in place as it rotates through the stroke. To make a rowboat move forward, operate the oars in tandem in a synchronized motion. To steer the boat to the left, only use the right oar. To move the boat to the right, only use the left oar.
canoes take much more skill to operate and are harder to keep right side up. Canoes tip over pretty easily, so the first thing that the beginner needs to learn is how to keep his or her center of gravity low and move only the top half of their bodies. Paddling methods depend on whether there is only one or two people. If there is one person paddling, then the operator needs to alternate between the left or port side and the right or starboard side. If there are two people paddling, then the operators need to paddle only on their agreed-upon side until one of the two calls out to switch sides. In a canoe with two people paddling, the rear person steers the boat. To turn a canoe, the forward person stops paddling and raises their paddles out of the water while the rear person turns the boat. This is done by paddling on the opposite side away from the turn. This maneuver can also be performed by simply dragging the blade of the paddle in the water and blade it towards the desired direction. As the child gets more comfortable with the canoe, he or she can start learning more advanced techniques. Each summer, our two older boys would spend a week attending camp at a local nature center. The highlight of their day would be the hour or so they were able to paddle around the lake. The camp counselors took all summer campers through a safety class and taught everyone how to handle their canoes. After the daily safety briefing, the young campers were paired up and supervised by a camp counselor who was assigned to them in each canoe. The counselor's job was to encourage the campers to work together to make the canoe go. They practiced different maneuvers, turns, and moving forward and back, getting into and out of the boat, and keeping their low center of gravity while doing so. The kids loved the special time of day because, again, they were able to express their own independence by making the canoe go where they wanted it to go. They were also able to tap into their sense of adventure as they paddled along the shoreline and explored the banks of the lake. This area is known for their alligator population, so the campers eagerly searched, from a safe distance of course, for local wildlife and a hopeful gator sighting. This by far was the best part of their summer camp experience. Another fun way to introduce youth to the paddling sports is teaching them how to control a kayak, which is very similar to a canoe. In many instances, they are categorized under the same umbrella. A kayak is a decked boat, and the kayaker will be seated with his or her legs extended straight out in front of him or her under the deck. The kayaker's upper body will rise from a central hole in the deck. Kayaks are always paddled with a double-bladed paddle. Again, make sure the paddle fits your child. If the paddle is too heavy or too long for their body frame, they may have a poor experience and be unwilling to try paddling again. Your paddle is your intimate connection to the water, so how it feels is extremely important. Investing in a good kid-sized paddle is worth spending your money on to ensure a great experience. A few years ago, our family signed up for an organized campout geared towards families and their children at a local park. We arrived on a Saturday morning and we started setting up our campsite. We had a lot of free time to enjoy the beauty of this particular park along the banks of the river. 
We went on a long nature hike, identifying plants and insects, and taught the boys how to skip rocks across the water. When we returned to our campsite, the park rangers offered a kayak lesson to park guests. We immediately signed up, and our two oldest sons eagerly wiggled their little way up to the front of the line to listen to the rules and expectations. The park had several kayaks and paddles that were a perfect fit for a young paddler. After a short lesson and life jacket fitting, our boys successfully launched their very own kayaks into the water. The excitement and pride they experienced was amazing. Their self-confidence built with every stroke of their paddle as they propelled their vessels across the water, gaining stronger skills with each stroke. It was fun to watch the two of them hone their paddling abilities and soon turn their outing into, of course, a competition. The boys rapidly started racing each other and seeing who could turn the quickest one way or the other, doing donuts in the lake. By allowing them the opportunity to navigate their very own kayak, they felt independence away from mom and dad, as we were paddling nearby. The boys never miss an opportunity to kayak when we are all traveling and have some spare time to enjoy around a body of water. Just like kayaks are great for young children, small sailboats are also perfect for youngsters to learn and operate as they are extremely fun, too. Small sailboats, such as the ever-popular Sunfish series, are quite simple to understand and manipulate. A sailboat consists of a sail that catches wind and propels the boat, a keel, which is part of the boat's hull that extends below the waterline, and it's used to counterbalance the tendency of wind to blow a sail over and tip the craft, and a rudder that is used to steer the vessel. The operator of a sailboat sits in the rear of the boat with one hand holding the tiller, which is a long handle connected to the rudder, which rotates and steers the boat. The other hand controls the line that controls the sail's boom. A personal watercraft, or PWC, is a great way to introduce kids to boating and water skiing. Each summer, countless kids will learn how to water ski or tube behind a PWC for the very first time. It's almost a rite of passage if you are near the water and have access to the right equipment. Even if you do not own such a device, there are numerous rental companies and shops to help introduce kids to this fun activity. PWCs are relatively affordable and much more attainable than the average motorboat. PWCs are also less intimidating to a younger child. For someone who wants to ski for the very first time, A PWC is much more inviting to be pulled behind than a larger motorboat. The motorboat has a spinning prop between you, the water, and your kid at the end of a tow rope. Sometimes being pulled behind a large boat can be frightening to a youngster, so watch your speed and your wake. Most PWCs are built for two riders, so often a child being pulled by this type of vessel cannot see his or her parent's face if they are driving. Now, contrast the scenario with one parent steering a boat while the other is turned and facing the child. Once the youngster masters the art of water skiing, the possibilities are endless. Wakeboarding, wake skating, kneeboarding, and other countless opportunities to keep your child challenged.
They can even learn how to drive the PWC or boat, depending on their age and the laws of the state, to teach newcomers to the sport how to master the activity. To learn the rules of water and to seek additional recreational opportunities, consider taking classes to increase knowledge and skills. All states in the U.S. and Canadian provinces have boater education programs. In many of these jurisdictions, the successful completion of a boater education course is required by law to operate a vessel. A certificate of completion from any jurisdiction is recognized and valid throughout all of North America. Parents as well as kids should attend these classes because taking the time to do this can only help everyone in the long run. Children do not have to wait until their minimum certification age is reached to take a boater education course. Kids can take these courses at any time, even though they may have to retake the class when they become of age, depending on where they live and the laws in their area. The idea is not only to take a boater education course to fulfill a legal requirement, but also to gain knowledge and become better educated so you can boat safely. The attained knowledge and skills can not only save your own life, but also save the life of someone else one day if an emergency occurs. Many large sporting goods stores and retailers that sell boats and accessories tend to offer classes and clinics as well. Contact your local shops and boating dealers for references, recommendations, and suggestions as to which classes would best fit your needs and motivations. There are several classes geared towards young boaters and paddlers, keeping them excited about these recreational opportunities. There are summer camps specifically tailored around water. A youngster can spend several weeks or more learning boating safety, boat handling, and building skills needed to safely and properly operate a variety of water vessels. People love boating and water sports for an assortment of reasons. There is tranquility and peaceful feelings associated with water. There is so much to see when you are right in the middle of nature, whether paddling right on top of the water in a canoe or kayak, sailing into the wind, or skiing behind a PWC. No matter which method you choose, boating is a great family pastime that can combine excitement new skills, and provide a sense of accomplishment for people of all ages. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow us on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.